0: Hey, it's Lynn Brown, and welcome to the Gritty Women Global Podcast. I'm a speaker, trainer, and coach with the John Maxwell team. Y'all, I literally spent the first half of my life stuck in status quo. I was a champion people pleaser. I could not see my limiting beliefs holding me back until one day, and I remember exactly where I was standing, but I took one step in the direction of my dreams. It was actually more like a deep dive. I was in so over my head, but you know what they say, it really doesn't matter how deep the water is when you're in over your head. So I'll be the first to tell you that I'm a slow learner. I mean, it It has literally taken me the first half of my life to get this one thing I'm about to share with you, but I finally realized it. I finally got to the place where I realized I could not change everything I was faced with in my life but that nothing would ever change until I faced it. So I used to look at failure totally different. I never evaluated the experience, so I never really learned from my mistakes. Oftentimes, I would find myself in the same place over and over again. You know, just stuck in the same place and stuck stinks. We know that. And maybe you're not there, but maybe you have a friend of a friend that's stuck. (laughs) And you're thinking, I wish they would listen to this podcast. But let's just apply this to our own lives today. So whenever I would take a tumble or an epic fail or a face plant in whatever area of my life from finances to food choices, and trust me, I have made some huge mistakes. My biggest concern was hoping nobody saw me. It's like if you've ever fallen down in public, like in a public place, you jump up so fast, look around to see if anybody was watching you. And of course now, you know, somebody's probably capturing it on social media and it's going viral before you can even get back in your car. But I would spend so much energy just trying to cover up the evidence. We hear all the time, you know, the struggle is real. And and that is honestly the truth. But I spent so much time sugarcoating my life, living behind this mask, fearful of what other people would think if they truly knew who I really was. And then finally, (laughs) I just got to the place. I don't think I could fight anymore and realized, you know what? These struggles are necessary. So many people, I think at the first sign of struggle, just throw in the towel. And what's so interesting is that a lot of times in our inner circles, we have people ready to catch us like they're the safety net (laughs) for our lives like we're in the in in this circus in the show and and we're doing you know all of our stunts and tricks but when we fall and fail they're there to pull us back into safety you know you probably would just be better off staying in this job you know your aunt louise she worked there for 55 years and retired with a good a good uh you know retirement and you know enough to live on whatever it is, we have people that will pull us us back into safety. For example, if you're working on a health goal and you go out to eat with your friends and you're going to the, you know, delicious, awesome, you know, brick oven pizzeria and everyone gets the huge cheesy, you know, bread before and the garlic knots and all that stuff and you order a salad, somebody in the group is probably going to say, you know what, why don't you just wait till tomorrow or next Monday or Really, you know, it's already May. Let's wait till twenty twenty, June, you know, January twenty twenty to start our program. But it's so interesting. People are more willing to fight for what is familiar than to fight for their dream. And if you're not driving and, and you're writing notes, taking notes, you might want to write that down. Are you more willing to fight for what is familiar or to fight for your dream? A few years back I was riding to town, and I noticed this elderly woman on the side of the road, and I passed her several times that day, and finally, that night, I saw her outside of a convenience store in town, so I pulled in. She had the most beautiful sparkling blue eyes I have ever seen. Now, her skin was like leather from years and years of of being in the hot you know, Florida sun and in, in the weather, but she had the most beautiful blue eyes, and her name was Lillian. That night I got her a room at the Best Western so she could stay in the hotel for the night. I just thought she would be, you know, so comfortable there. You can imagine how shocked I was the next morning to see her back on the side of the road. And it was early. She told me she had checked out of that hotel before midnight. And she was back in her comfort zone. She didn't mention that she was back in her comfort zone. But that's exactly what she had done. She was willing to fight for what was familiar. She knew how to sleep in a chair on the side of the road. Rather than fight for a better life. And I believe when we get to the place that we can truly embrace the struggle, when we realize all these steps are necessary, we can begin to actually find joy in our journey right where we are. You just need to be who you are, where you are. Now, I'm not saying stay there forever. (laughs) We're not trees, so we can leave. Ha ha, no pun intended. (laughs) But, but, these these are the places where the growth begins to happen. You've heard me say this and my mentors have instilled this in my brain. Failure is a constant companion of success. But the gritty women, they're the ones that are going to fight through this resistance. They see the obstacles as opportunities to grow. Gritty women fall down 7 times and grit up 8. And just for, you know, a reminder, when you think about grit, G is for gratitude. We have to have an attitude of gratitude. R is for resilience. We gotta get have that comeback ability. It's not just a cute thing we see on Pinterest. Y'all, it's the real. It's for real. The I and grit is you better be the fire starter in your own soul. You better ignite a fire that nothing or no one or any circumstance will put ever put out. And the T and grit. Is that um, greedy women? They never compare themselves to others. You know, so it's so funny. The ones that almost that make it to the top are not necessarily the most qualified, the most educated, or the most experienced. They're the ones that refuse to lose. They don't settle for less. They absolutely refuse to stay in the status quo. Now, I love me some Les Brown, and he says, if you can look up, then you can get up. And isn't that true? I love the story of the Bible of the man, you know, who laid by the pool for 38 years waiting on someone or the circumstances to change, to somehow get him from the edge of the pool into the water so he could be healed. Early one morning, my quiet time, I was reflecting back over the years uh, that I was stuck there and I counted it up and I realized <laughs> it was actually 39 years. It took me 39 years to get up. I beat the flipping man in the Bible. I mean, okay, somebody give me a trophy. I mean, I am not proud of that. I promise you I'm not. But that was kind of funny, sort of, ha ha. <laughs> but listen, y'all listen, you you, you were so amazing, you gritty women, you, you gritty men, whoever's listening, y'all, we have to grit up. Resilience is the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties. So what about you? I mean, I I will be the first to tell you that I've gotten caught up in emotion before in my life. It happened to me just just yesterday, just for a minute. It happened, but the drama in your life, do you get caught up there? I mean, there have been times I've camped out there for a few days. I'm talking about set up the camper, get the twinkle lights, make the s'mores. Jim Rohn said, if you're not willing to risk the unusual, and I know this is probably not a cool thing to do, but I added a little bit to his quote. I added, if you're not risk becoming uncomfortable, you better be willing to become uncomfortable. Then you will have to settle for an ordinary life. So if you don't like the results you're getting, if you're not willing to change, then la la la, I'm sorry, that is the alarm on my phone reminding me to pray for my family. I apologize. Well, I don't really have to apologize. Rachel Hollis says, "Stop apologizing." So I'm not going to apologize for that. But that was that's an example of intentional. That is intent. That's an example of being grateful for for the things that my family is experiencing right now, and to remind me to pray for them every hour. So let's get back to Jim Rohn's quote. So if you're not if you're not getting the results you want, and you're not willing to change, then I'm not going to, I'm not going to stay with you there. I'm not here to, you know, to be a cheerleader. I'm here to, to partner with you, to share with you things that I have applied to my life. And and because I've done this, I'm not trying to impress you, but I'm getting results in my life that I've never seen before. So if you want to get results that you've never seen before, you have to do things you've never done before. And so many of you listen to the sound of my voice are so far ahead of me, but I love that because I love having people in my life that are bigger, faster, and stronger than me. Now, there was a time in my life that I ran from that. I wanted to be, you know, the sharpest tool in the shed. Let me just tell you, if you're the sharpest tool in the shed or the head of the class, you better be running out of that place as fast as you can. And you better be finding some people that are are way ahead of you. That's a whole other episode coming later, but we hear so much now about personal growth, personal development. We see women for the first time in a long time stepping into who they were created to be. No person created on the face of this earth was created to be small man, woman, child, it doesn't matter. So let's think about about you. We hear so much about the cultures of organizations and 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 the language, you know, of the culture in an organization, the DNA of the tribe. I'm personally, you know, involved in the John Maxwell team, and I will tell you um, to be in a culture of people that I mean, it's growing super fast. We're talking about twenty five thousand coaches, but have the the same heart. We think different thoughts, but we believe the same. And the, and our one belief is to make a difference in the world. So, so what is your DNA of your tribe? But more than that, what is the DNA of you? Not your boss's DNA, not your co workers, not your aunt Edna's DNA, not your grandmother, not the the culture of the the supper table or when you're out with your friends. But you start with you. If there was a mission statement nailed on on the on your heart, what would it say? you know, Warren Buffett said that in the business world, the rear view mirror is always clearer than the windshield. And I honestly think that's true in all areas of our life. I think hindsight's twenty twenty, But clarity is important. We, we better be making the, the windshield of our life pretty clear. We got to know who we are. We got to know why we're here and how we're going to get to where we're going. It's, it's not going to happen overnight either. I mean, just, just, but just for today, when the stuff hits the fan, today, you have a choice. So are you going to be prepared ahead of time? My parents always, you know, encourage us to have a plan ahead of time. It's like having a an, an exit plan. You know, if there's a fire, have an exit plan. Know what you're going to do before. So just for today, when, when the stuff hits the fan, maybe someone cuts you off in traffic. You know, how are you going to respond? If you get to the ATM and it says insufficient funds, if you don't get the raise or the new position, or even if you do, whether it's success or failure or learns, as we like to say, that that you that meets you today, we cannot stay there long, no matter what. In John Maxwell's 15 Laws of Growth, the law of pain says good management of bad situations leads to great growth. About 12 years ago, my brother-in-law was blindsided by a cancer diagnosis as he waited for his radiation treatment one morning at Emory in Atlanta, Georgia, on a table with a metal mask on his face, bolted to the table. He had a choice to look up. There was a there was a young boy waiting beside him, and, and Steve could hear the young boy's conversation, and he was filled with fear. He was also facing radiation at age 11. So Steve prayed for him. Steve chose to look up. He got up that day. Now, he was physically, he could not get up. He couldn't leave the table. He was bolted to the table. But he chose to get up. And by the way, Steve is cancer-free. And um, he spends endless hours equipping and mentoring young athletes, you know, on the baseball field to be the best versions of themselves. So today, just what if, when when it hits the fan, because it's going to, Let's just, let's just cut some time that we stay down. Gritty women fall down seven times and they grit up eight. The struggle is real. You're going to get knocked down, but your response to the struggle is going to determine how far you grow. Not so much how far you go, but how far you grow, because it's who you are becoming in this process that matters most. It matters more than the trophy at the end. It's the story that that people love to hear. It's a story of triumph, not just seeing the shiny trophy. When I f- first began this growth journey, I was asked to present a 90-second leadership lesson to our leadership team where I worked at the time. And let's just say there was room for growth in the organization. You know, like the mission statement on the wall and the culture were two different things. I had never been asked to present <laughs> a leadership lesson before. I mean, I'd never even been referred to as a leader but I had just returned from my international Maxwell certification event. So I was certified paper tote official. I mean, ha ha, but they asked me to do it and I jumped at the chance. So I gave everyone in the leadership meeting a rubber band and shared with them the law, of the rubber band growth happens when you lose the tension between where you are and where you want to be. We have to be stretched in order to grow. Hmm. No truer words had ever been spoken. But I think I got one nod and half a smile. <laughs> the meeting ended and everyone raced to the break room for the coffee and to have the meeting after the meeting. You know the one I'm talking about. Everybody talks about, you know, what they agree with or disagree with and how they could do it better. But they don't share that in the meeting. They they share that in that second meeting. I was walking about three feet off the ground. I mean, I felt like I could have led transformation for any organization in the world, you know, not just small companies in my four-stop like town. (laughs) But I mean, I even remember what I was wearing that day. It was just one of those days, you know, all the planets lined up. I mean, I was walking on sunshine. And as I walked by, I heard the most amazing thing. You look so nice today. Don't you just love it when you hear women compliment other women? It was like time stood still. I mean, I was in slow motion and I turned like it was a, a Disney movie. And I said, thank you. Now, trust me, even accepting compliments was new for me. I mean, accepting them the right way. Normally, I would have said, oh, this old outfit, or I would have made an excuse for it or something like that. But that day, I said, thank you. And y'all, it felt so good. I skipped on down the hall, and then I heard something that I probably will never forget as long as I live. I wasn't talking to you. <sighs> Now, mama always told us, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. So I just bolted the back door. I mean, I bolted to the back door and I walked down the sidewalk. It was a long sidewalk and I went until I faced a brick wall and then I had a choice. You know, and a lot of times when we're up against the wall is when we truly begin to find balance in our life. I I knew there would come a day when I would use that lesson (laughs) and get paid for it. And I think that's what encouraged me to, to bounce back that day i've I've gotten paid using that story time and time again. y'all, this greedy women mindset is not for the faint at heart. I walked in that company the other day to deliver lunch and learn, and guess who I saw right when I entered the building. Yep, there she was. I had taken flowers in for all the front office that day and I had no idea um who was, you know, in the front office. I left her flowers. I was truly thankful for the day that she stretched me. So whether you fall down seven times or you get knocked down, flat out, face plant seven times, you better grit up eight. Y'all remember, gritty is the new pretty. So go go and grow some grit and become who you were created to be. I believe in you. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.